Merkel Media. This was all circulating around the base that a giant had been killed, but no one was supposed to talk about it. I saw three long bony fingers reach up underneath the door, curl up to grab it, and then disappear. When he came over to me, dude, he slithered over to me. And this giant comes out of the cave, and they're all frozen. And he starts running and firing at this giant. But the giant moves. He's got a spear in one hand, and he's running really fast. And spears Dan and holds him up like this. Somebody else, shoot him in the face, shoot him in the face. They basically decapitate him. Got closer, got closer, got closer. When he got about 15 yards away from me, I raised that 12 gauge and I blowed his head off. I feel something pulling at my leg. And I look over and there are two small gray entities pulling at me. And they're literally, I'm getting pulled off the bed. I reached my hand into this bush and I touch air. Couldn't breathe and I couldn't move because I know I'm seeing a monster. What's going on, everybody? We got a midweek mini episode or something like that. Whatever you want to call it, that's what we got today because I want to kind of warm you guys up for what's about to happen tomorrow. You see, last week I told you that we're going to be dropping a member show on Tuesday and the public show and overtime show on Thursday. Now, there's a reason for that. You'll find out the deep, dark reason for that tomorrow on Thursday. But I want to let you guys know kind of what's happening for tomorrow. So we have Garrick King coming on the show tomorrow. He was on the show for members, and he's going to be breaking down some Gematria numbers type stuff tomorrow. You see, Garrick started having these numbers come to him, and it got so frequent that it was like every day certain numbers were coming to him that he actually started looking into. It's like the universe was telling him, you need to look into these numbers. And so he finally starts looking into it, and it takes him down this rabbit hole, and he winds up starting out real shallow on the surface of, okay, what are these numbers? And it gets to the point where now he's predicting dates through these numbers. And he believes we live in a matrix and he knows when the matrix is going to reset itself. And for many of us, it's going to be in our lifetime. So I'm going to play this little bit of a trailer for you guys that I made just to kind of give you a sense as to where we're going tomorrow. And then when we come back, I'm going to let you know about what we have going on tomorrow night live on YouTube. And we're going to get into some men in black talk. So let's get to the trailer right now. Garrick, I'm going to hand it over to you. How did you get involved in this whole uh, numerology, gematria stuff? And what are you here to talk to us about today with the specific numbers and things like that? Well, you know most of this because we talked about it the other day. But for your audience, I'm going to go ahead and just kind of do a brief history. Um, It all started in 2009 when, and it was in January of 2009, I just started waking up at 3.33 every single night. Now, the first night it happened, I mean, obviously I didn't think anything about it. I just looked at the clock and that just happened to be the time. But the next night it happened and I was like, okay, it's a little weird. And then the third night and the fourth night and the fifth night, it just kept going. It actually happened from January through November, nonstop every single night. 
I asked my roommates, I had roommates at the time, I said, are you guys getting up at this time of the night? Are you guys getting text messages coming in? Is there something going on in the house that at this time that's waking me up? So, you know, they said that they weren't waking up. They didn't have any text messages coming in, no alarms going off. So I actually set my alarm one night for 3.15 just so I could be awake, just to listen. You know, I didn't know if maybe a neighbor was coming home. I mean, there just, in my mind, there had to be something in the house that was waking me up. So set the alarm, got up, patiently waited. And when 3.33 rolled around, the house was dead silent. And I was like, okay, this is weird. So, but then it wouldn't even matter if I wasn't even at my house, if I was at someone else's house, at my folks, whatever, I would wake up at 3.33 in the morning. So I knew it wasn't something in the house I was living in. It was just something that was happening to me, period. So, and again, this went from January to November. Um, When it stopped, it, it was very weird the way it stopped. I actually had a dream that my father, who's deceased, he died two years prior, Uh, came to visit me and he literally (laughs) in my dream he came out of my closet and I looked at him and I said what are you doing here and before he could answer I woke up and it was 7 15 in the morning I had actually slept through the entire night so and then from that point I mean I never once woke up at 3 33 in the morning after that now fast forward to 2014 Um, I went to bed one night about 1030. I was doing some reading on my Kindle, uh, read for probably 15, 20 minutes and started getting tired. So I set it on the, uh, on the nightstand next to the bed and closed my eyes. And I was in that sort of half awake, half asleep state. Um, I was still aware of all the sounds in the room. I could hear the dog snoring. I could hear the fan blowing the AC, all of that stuff. So I wasn't completely asleep. And it was as if someone had turned a tremendously bright spotlight on right in front of my face because it was just this brilliant white light. And the odd thing is, instead of opening my eyes, you know, to see what it was, I I laid there trying to rationalize what it was. I thought to myself, okay, maybe someone pulled in down, you know, uh, in the parking lot, and then their their headlights are shining through the window, but that would have been impossible because we were on the second floor. Uh, then my mind went to, you know, holy crap, someone's broken in, they're shining a flashlight in my face. But then I thought, okay, well, why aren't the dogs reacting? I mean, all this was going through my mind without even opening my eyes. I was just trying to rationalize where this light was coming from. So, you know, after I, you know, went through all of that, I I opened my eyes and it was just like, I mean, just like a, a, a flash, it's like bright white light and then open my eyes and the room's pitch black. There's nothing there. And I just happened to glance over at the clock and it was 11.11. And of course, you know, I didn't think anything about the time, but it just, it was, I don't know, it was so weird. It was as if it was designed to happen that way. So the next day I went to work, I was talking to a coworker. I didn't mention anything um, about the time until, you know, a little later, because it just wasn't that important to me. What was important was this white light. And my coworker said, it sounds to me like someone was trying to come visit you. And I just 
tried to make a joke. I was like, well, if they are, they need to come during normal business hours, not in the middle of the night when I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> so we, you know, talked about it. And then I went back to my cubicle, was sitting there working. And a couple hours later or so, I started getting hungry. And I thought, you know, maybe it's close to lunchtime. I look up at the time uh, in the corner of the computer. It was 11.11. And I had a brief thought in my head of this crap better not be starting again. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was just two times in a row. So I was like, okay, well, lo and behold, I have been seeing this number consistently since 2014. It shows up on receipts. It shows up. If I look at the time, it shows up on vehicles on the highway that, you know, they, there may be a whole string of numbers on a side of a truck, but right in the middle of it will be 1111. Um, it's just, it's consistent, very, very consistent. So much so that I just started talking about it to like all of my coworkers. I, you know, I keep seeing this number and they just, you know, like, okay, you know, whatever. And I'm like, you, you don't understand. It's so consistent. It's got to mean something. And it just started driving me nuts, basically trying to figure out what it was. So I went to the internet, started looking. There's all kinds of things on the internet about it being your angel number. You know, uh, it's a sign of an awakening. It's a sign of this, it's a sign of that. And, you know, I'm just one of those people who always asks, asks the question, how do we know that? Like, where are you getting your information from? You know, if it's an angel number, great. But how do you know? So, again, just really started trying to find a connection. Like, what does this number have to do with me? I, I saw on the internet that other people were seeing it too, but they didn't understand why. So the more I started digging into it, I began to find connections in my, my personal life. Very odd connections. Some that seem coincidental, but it goes beyond that. All right, everybody, that was the trailer for tomorrow. If it seemed a little vague, I understand, but I promise you tomorrow's show, it will all make sense and you're going to be left with your jaw on the floor. Even if you don't really believe in what he's saying, the fact that he was able to connect so many dots based off the numbers and he breaks it down in great detail tomorrow, I can't imagine many people would be like, this is just nonsense. Anyways, I'm really looking forward for everybody to hear that show tomorrow. I know you're going to really enjoy it. It's going to be one of the top shows we ever do on The Confessionals. So make sure you tune in on the YouTube channel and the podcast stream tomorrow because this show is going to be dropping on both streams right away, right there on the podcast, YouTube, whatever stream. All right, friends. Now listen, tomorrow night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, on YouTube. Now, this is going to give everybody a chance to kind of listen to the show tomorrow during the day at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on YouTube. Garrick and I are going to go live because Garrick has more details, some updated information and more dates. He believes he has specific dates that he has to share with me and the audience that developed after we recorded tomorrow's interview. He's going to give the updates live on YouTube, on the YouTube channel. So make sure you go to the YouTube channel, The Confessionals, hit subscribe, hit the alarm bell button because you don't want to miss this live. When I go live, you want to be notified so you don't forget about it because this is going to be an awesome, 
awesome live where he gives more detail and he goes deeper into the numbers. Now, also, I want to let you guys know that I was actually able to narrate a documentary on the men in black. You see, I have some connections and we actually had one of those connections on the show before Darcy Weir. And he asked me to be a narrator for the men in black documentary. I've been wanting to do voice acting for a very long time since I kind of got into podcasting. It was just kind of one of the things I always wanted to try doing. And this is my very first opportunity to get into voice acting by being a narrator for a documentary. So I want to play this documentary trailer for you guys so you guys kind of get a taste as to what's coming down the pike with this documentary. And I hope you guys enjoy it. And please go ahead and download this documentary so that you guys can get the full flavor, the full taste of this documentary on the Men in Black. Well, Men in Black is a concept that's been in the UFO field since really the beginning of the UFO field, essentially. What is the true mission of the Men in Black? Is it the suppression of information regarding UFOs and extraterrestrials? Albert K. Bender founded the International Flying Saucer Bureau in 1952 during the big UFO flap. Now, these figures were very dark in nature. They were wearing hats, almost like a fedora style, and they had glowing eyes. Yeah, it, it all seems uh, pretty horrible, especially if they uh, uh, threaten you or threaten your family, and, uh, and you're not sure if they're from another planet or not. What Jacobs said in the aftermath of that was that he was subject to a range of harassment type of activities. Some of these things would include uh, threatening phone calls at all times of the day, and um, even to vandalism against his property, property damage. There is no more exciting story that I could write or aviation we could publish than to say, at last, we've come across one UFO report that cannot be explained in prosaic terms. Maybe this is an alien spaceship. Biggest story of all time. Of these objects, and that's why the response could be as fast as it was to the to Westall. Um, that's why the military could get there as quickly as they did that day, because there were some, if you like, forewarning in the suburb of Baldwin, about 20 kilometres from Westall, just four days before the Westall incident. Take Richard Doty former special agent of the Air Force who was tasked with infiltrating the UFO community to instill doubt and misinformation of UFO encounters. Men in Black have always been present in the UFO community since you know, back in the 50s and 60s. This story follows an age-old pattern of a prominent Men in Black cover-up. A UFO incident occurs. Experiencers witness something that shouldn't exist in our conventionally understood reality. All right, that was the documentary that I was on as a narrator called Who Saw the Men in Black? That's Who Saw the Men in Black, and it is available right now on Apple TV, iTunes, Prime Video, Voodoo, Microsoft. The links are in the description of this right now, so go ahead and click on the link below, and you can actually go ahead and watch this documentary right now where I was a narrator on. It was a great opportunity for me. I really had a good time doing it. I hope you guys enjoy this documentary, Who Saw the Men in Black? 
right now available. Click the link below and get your copy of Who Saw the Men in Black. Now, just a reminder, friends, we are going live tomorrow night, Thursday night, 11-11. That's a key number. It's a key date. All happening tomorrow. Tomorrow on November 11th at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we are going to be going live on YouTube with tomorrow's guest, Garrick King, where he's going to be giving us more updates as to what has been happening and what is developing and more dates that he has found since the last time that him and I talked and recorded tomorrow's episode. I know you're going to love tomorrow's episode. I know you're going to love tomorrow's overtime show if you're members. And I know you're going to love tomorrow's live show on YouTube right here on the Confessionals YouTube channel. Check it out. And until tomorrow, friends, stay safe, take care, and remember, the truth will set you free, but first it'll piss you off. Bye.
Hey, thanks for watching The Confessionals on YouTube. If you like what you heard, hit the subscribe button, hit the share button, and hit the like button. That would be a great help to me. And if you want more of The Confessionals on a weekly basis, every Thursday I come out with a special show just for members on my website. So if you want to check that out, go to theconfessionalspodcast.com, hit the join button, and become a member today. And every Thursday, you'll get a new show, and you can binge on previous shows, which there's almost a 100 of them. So if you love the show, go ahead and check it out. But thank you very much for being here on YouTube and checking out the channel.